Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, welcome back. Eric Mangini is uh, rarely gives us an opportunity to get him in studio because, but we had a big town meeting here today with a bunch of important people upstairs, and so you were part of that. We had our show going on, so I, I want to start with this because you were in, years ago. You were in the Niners building. Yep. And there's a certain culture that has been built up through the years. They've had, you know, a Singletary, Harbaugh, Chip, maybe not as much, but um, the current coach, physicality, toughness. It's in the building. It yeah. kind of breeds itself. And J-Mac and I had said this. Extra days rest against an Eagles team that went to overtime. Defense was on the field for 90-plus snaps. I kind of felt like it was one of these games that Philadelphia was going to have no gas in the second half. And I think San Francisco is better, but some of this feels like situationally, Eric, you went into games on a short week, and you're like, we got to do stuff early because we'll have nothing left late. Well, it's not just the last game. It's the two games before that. They had Kansas City. They had Dallas. Every week for Philadelphia, it's been these heavyweight fights. And then they get to San Francisco, and it's there's not that much left. Right. Where for San Francisco, the, you know, the, their last three games haven't been nearly as challenging as, as what Phillies had to go through. Their tackling I, was bad. I thought, that, I thought Phillies' tackling was bad. I thought that, you know, after they got held to the two field goals early in the first quarter, if, if they could have scored on either one of those, that could have changed momentum. And then once San Francisco got rolling, then the score is a lot more lopsided than really the game was. And, and it just felt like Philly was tired. It's like San Francisco was up for the big game. San Francisco was up for the NFC Championship rematch. San Francisco was motivated. 
and Philly's like, okay, we got another, we got another one of these games, and then they they got one next week too, right? It goes to Dallas, right? It's like week after week, Philly's getting challenged, where San Francisco rolls in there, and it, it's it's just a different equation, and it felt like it. Listen, they've blown out Dallas, and they've blown out Philadelphia. Is there? Um, you know, it, it just they got better players than a lot of people. When you have to face Shanahan, if you watch their film and you were facing them, um, you know, a lot of times you can say, take away their first look. Take away their weakness. Uh, make them left-handed. I'm not sure they have a left hand. Like, is there something you could do to attack the Niners? Because Dallas and Philly couldn't do it. Where you do think it would weaken them. Yeah, well, when, when he was in uh, Atlanta and I was in San Francisco calling the defense, it's too hard to match what he does. So it's shifting, it's motioning, it's multiple personnel groups, it's a lot of different formations. So if you're trying to match everything he does, you can't. then it, yeah, it becomes multiples of multiples. So it be, the approach was more spin the Rolodex. So, okay, they're going to surprise us, let's surprise them. So if you bring blitzes that are unexpected, if you're, if you're bringing things that are that are not on the timetable that he's anticipating, there you go. then you got a chance to make some big negative plays with him, and it throws him off the rhythm. Also, you do have to go disrupt the receivers. There's a timing element to this offense. Yeah. So if you cut them free and, and they're running in zone, now that's catch and run, it's big spaces, and it's hard to match that. There's, it's too fast, and they're too good at it. So you've got to try to get them off balance, and then you also got to disrupt the timing. Now that Ayuk has become such a weapon, is there one of their players, McCaffrey, Debo, Ayuk, Kittle, if you said, okay, we're going to try to eliminate blank? <laughs> it's, I, I would think instead of doing that, because it, it doesn't matter who would it Look at yesterday. Kittle check, uh, catches a check down and goes for 20. Uh, Ayuk, he catches a little shallow cross. Jennings. He goes for 30. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. It's, it's these little check downs that go for... 20, 30, 40 touchdowns right across the board. I would, I would think a better plan would be, okay, this play we're taking away Ayuk. This play we're going to take away Debo. This play. So again, it, they can't predict who you're taking away. So when they think you're doubling one, you go and double a different one. So you, again, you're putting the pressure back on them to try to figure it out. And especially with a young quarterback, what it looks like isn't what it is. And it can't be the same thing over and over again because he is, he is, a, a smart player and he can process that so you just got to keep giving him different looks to try to confuse him so dallas and san francisco i don't think have an overbearing flaw so they're correctable the lions back end and the philly and the, and the eagles back end i don't think are correctable at this point the trade deadline's gone i do think there are some limitations to philadelphia when they lost their linebackers they you can't replace steichen with steichen the, the kid is brilliant right and I do think there are some situations, as I watched Philadelphia, I thought they're a very good team. But they're not a great team with personnel. Is that fair? Well, what you're, what you're banking on in Philadelphia is that, okay, your back end isn't very good, but your front is so good. And you've got depth on your front. So there's a lot of times where you can survive with DBs that maybe struggle as long as you're getting the pass rush, as long as you're getting the pressure on the quarterback. And when teams are able to slow that down by either running the ball or a lot of quick plays or catching, you know, putting those guys on their heels, that's where a secondary really gets exposed. They're banking on the front seven, winning the game for them, and then being able to survive on the back end. And, and when that doesn't happen, 
they got a lot of they got a lot of issues. So I want to talk Kansas City Green Bay. There's an egregious miss <laughs> on a, a deep ball for Kansas City. Now I thought Green Bay was the better team, but it's a it's not even pi. It's tackling. But you have a theory on this. Yeah. So we would go into games and coaching the secondary for as many years as I did. You're going to do business as business is being done. So you, you research the officials going into the game. You know what they like to call, what they don't like to call. So if guys are, if it's a crew that doesn't really call a lot of pass interference penalties or a lot of illegal contacts, you're going to be more aggressive. If you go into that game and suddenly they're calling it tight, then you got to pull off. But as the game unfolds, they're not calling it. You get that much more aggressive knowing that you can take chances because that, that's not how they're going to do it that, that week. So as long as you do business as business is being done, then, then you're okay. It's when you don't adjust, you've got real problems. <laughs> um, I, I kind of feel like with Kansas City, they're, trying to, they're kind of learning on the fly. So is Green Bay, but our, our expectations for Green Bay are lower. Kansas City has got the same Green Bay stuff, which is young, talented receivers. They're not quite all there yet, but we're not fair with Kansas City because they're a dynasty. At this point in the season, if you don't have a buy to correct stuff, you are what you are, right? Can you get much better? A bye you can, because I saw, I, saw, um, I saw the Cowboys. McCarthy went to a bye. They've been a different team. Yep. But you're on a treadmill now. Well, well, here's the thing with Green Bay that I think is happening, and this happens a lot. When you've got a young team, you get to about the middle of the season, and those guys should take a dramatic jump. Because an older team, that's where injuries start happening, that's where fatigue starts happening, and the older players tend to either steady off or decline – with a team like Green Bay, who's as young as they are, the reps are building up. They're not getting the injuries. They're, they're used to how the NFL season works. So now they take this dramatic leap. So they're all growing together, and they're getting better together. And the other thing is, a little bit like you don't know what you don't know when you're young. Right. You don't know that you need to be intimidated by <laughs> Mahomes. You don't know that. So there's that, that, that competitive ignorance that's actually a great thing for yeah. a young team because you believe you can play with anybody and you can beat anybody. And you've got that youthful arrogance that can really help you as you get into these games that other teams don't necessarily have. You know this with Brady. You dealt with a young Brady. But I thought one of the problems last year with Aaron, Aaron is a Hall of Famer. He has a standard. And he just didn't have the patience to deal with you running the wrong route. It was like he was, the, he was Bruce Springsteen and the band was all hipsters. He's yes. like, guys, hit the notes. Jordan Love is like, yeah, I'm going to throw some wild erratic crap here. We'll grow together. So, like, Jordan Love will go to the sideline and be like, bro, I, I'm, I'm, I'm bad. I do think generationally, I like that Green Bay, 25-year-old guys growing together, I think it does matter. Yeah, it, it's huge because Aaron Aaron is also that very strict parent with such a with such a limited patience for any type of <laughs> mistake, and, right. and and he holds himself to a high standard, but he's he's going to hold you to it, and he also doesn't forget. So you're not going to get a chance after you make a mistake necessarily. Remember Christian Watson dropped yeah. the first play of his and career, and that was that was it it's for. Over. Where would Jordan Love? Yeah, he's been there for a long time, but he hasn't played, so he's going to make a ton of mistakes. These guys are going to make mistakes. They're going to laugh about it. They're going to they're going to work together to try to get it fixed. They're going to they're going to appreciate each other's flaws and try to help each other get better as opposed to it feeling like you're getting scolded by the teacher for making a mistake in the class.
Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this episode brought to you by 20th century studios kingdom of the planet of the apes director wes ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species as a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Okay, um... Let's pivot to Aaron right now. There's a story that Jets want Zach Wilson to play, and he didn't want to play. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, I kind of don't blame him. So I will say this is that, um, and this happens in all life and all business, is that you know the grass is always greener. And the one thing I said when Aaron left, I'm like, dude, you've never had a bad O-line. Green Bay develops and drafts O-lines great. This Jets O-line, outside of Elijah Vera Tucker, you could get four new – I mean, it's a struggle. I'm not saying that 
Aaron didn't appreciate for long extended periods what Green Bay offered. But it's like anything else. If you get something, you know, if, if your parents were rich and you drove a Mercedes or a BMW to school at 16, if you got a new BMW at 35, you'd be like, been there, done that. I think sometimes Favre at the end and Aaron at the end didn't quite understand how well run the Packers were. And then you go to the Jets, both of them, you know, you were there and you've got impulsive owner guy. Media's got fangs. Everybody's impatient. You know this. New York is hard. The Jets are hard. Yeah, the New York media is, is radically different than the Green Bay media. And I know everybody's exposed to the national media now at a different level than it was. But, but it, it's, a, it's a different criteria and it's a different level of scrutiny. And, and things are dramatically different organization to organization. And sometimes you think, oh, my God, you, you hear stories about how great this place is run or how great that place is run. And then you get there and you're like, this isn't what what I signed up for. <laughs> this isn't what I what I expected. I, I do think if Aaron was playing, it it would have a dramatic impact on on everybody. The old line would be better because it would be different types of schemes that the, they would face. My main frustration with the Jets is the Browns run the ball all the time, regardless of of how effective they've been. They lead the league in in, in rushing uh, attempts where the Jets are almost last. And they've had three good running backs. They got rid of Michael Carter. But with a good defense, even if you run the ball and you're not getting what you want to get, you're giving that defense a chance to rest. You're giving that defense a chance to come out and play strong. They never do. You don't have that in New York. There's nothing that they rely on. And there's no way to take the pressure off the O-line right now. So every week it's, it's kind of the same movie playing out over and over again. Yeah. All right, you were with the Patriots. You've got ring after ring after ring, three Super Bowls there. There's been a cultural shift in the NFL. It has pivoted to offense. New England is inept, and it has got, for three straight years, significantly worse. Are you shocked how bad it is? Yeah, I'm shocked that they, they have given up 10 points or less in three games and lost all three of those games. And when you look at the coaching staff, so... Bill is obviously talented. Bill O'Brien has been a very successful offense coordinator in the NFL. Even Joe Judge, you can say what you want to say about him, but he's been a good uh, special teams coach. They've got they've got really good coaching in place, and it's it's shocking to see some of the mistakes they make, some of the self inflicted errors that they have, which is which is so off brand for what it's been. For year year in and year out, regardless of who the quarterback is, uh, it's it's amazing that that they are where they are right now. I just I don't know if you're going to go and find a better coaching staff if you do move on from Bill, and and you might want to think seriously about giving him another opportunity to get this right before you just think, okay, we're going to scrap all these about, all of these guys this? and. Green Bay has drafted more twitchy, talented receivers in two years than New England in ten. Just take him out of personnel. Yeah, that, that to me is the challenging part because he's had so much influence for, for so long. But he's only drafted two wide receivers in the first round over the life of his... Both were busts. Chad both, yeah. Jackson and Nikhil Harry. Yeah, there's those two guys, and then there's Derek Alexander back with the bronze, the Michigan yeah. wide receiver. He was He was not bad. But that's not really his his forte. I think a, a real weakness has been their tight end position. It's yeah. always relied so heavily on tight ends. Neither one of those guys are blockers. 
So you've lost that component of the offense. It's always been such a big part of it. And it's, it, it is pretty amazing to see where they are at this point with the quality of coaches they do have on that staff. When you watch these games at this time of the year, do you ever miss coaching? <laughs> the, when, when somebody wins a big game and, and, or a tight game and, and you, you remember that feeling and that emotion and what the locker room is like and the camaraderie and, and how special that is, you miss that component of it. But then when somebody loses on the West Coast and they know they've got to go back to the East Coast and they're <laughs> going to get in at 6 in the morning and then you've got to gray the tape then you've got to meet with the. I mean, there's just it layers upon layers of 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 work to do week in and week out. You think eh, that's I don't really miss that aspect of it. <laughs> you know, I would being on the back end of a a seventy point loss like the Denver staff had to deal with at one point. That would have been pretty rough to you know. So there's there's moments where you think of all the great things. But unfortunately, Colin, the, the special moments you kind of appreciate for this amount of time, this little amount of time, and the losses tend to linger longer than, yeah, I used than to, anything else. I used to cover the late Jerry Tarkanian, and he said, I, can, I remember every loss. He, yeah. goes, he goes, the wins are not nearly as satisfying as the losses are painful. Yeah, the wins are, it's like this brief euphoria, and the losses are like a bad hangover that you just... <laughs> It's just hard to shake. It's that fourth gen. It's yeah. It's yeah. the fourth just, gen. You don't feel you don't feel good for three days. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing you wake up when you're happy about. <laughs> Eric Mangini's on a plane getting back to New York. Great seeing you again. Great seeing you, as Colin. always. Uh, J Max around the corner with tomorrow's headlines. Uh, no, or herdline news. Excuse me. Be sure to catch live editions of the herd weekdays at noon Eastern, nine a.m. Pacific. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. 
Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Good, lively show today. Some college football, pro football, a security guard named Dom pushing people around. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herd Line yeah, this, News. This Dom character is apparently well-known throughout the league. I don't know him. I've never heard of him. Well, have I you? Guess teams have security personnel to protect coaches, not necessarily players. Yeah, not to much. put their hands on yeah, players. Yeah, I don't think he should have put his hand on a player. Good, good. Glad we're in agreement. Speaking of coach and player, uh, Lakers beat the Rockets over the weekend. Look at this. If you're watching on FS1, LeBron getting into it with Ime Udoka, the coach of the Rockets. Both got technicals. It was Udoka's second tech, and he got ejected. But what's funnier is if you watch the fans behind the bench, watch their reaction when one word is said. It's like, oh, wow, they got ejected. Now, I did, I've been reading and researching this heavily. Have you seen what allegedly was said? Between yes, I saw that. Okay, I wouldn't use that word, especially to describe a 6'9 man. <laughs> a hulking LeBron. Yeah, I don't like uh, I don't like Adoka needs to grow up. Like, I mean, stop being a tough guy. You're a coach. You're a grown-up now. A lot of people coming at LeBron this year. Did you notice that? He's old. He, I mean, he's turning 39 this month. But, They're, I mean, you're a coach. You're in management. This guy already screwed up a great job in Boston by not being a grown-up. Well, you we, know what he's trying to do? Is what? toughen up his Rockets team. Yeah, Young fine. kids, hey, you know what? We're tough. We got that attitude. We're not backing down. No, I, no, We're going to call LeBron out on his... I, I get that, word. and I thought he did a great job. In, I thought Boston took a step back because yeah. I think he's a good coach. I really do. I think he's an intense coach, and he's an intense guy. But you are a coach. I mean, I, I don't know. I hold, like, general manager, coach. Like, a general manager's got to be above all of it. A coach has to be above most of it. And, like, LeBron, by the way, was classy. LeBron's like, why don't you stop using that word so loosely? I totally respect how LeBron handled it. You don't? I thought it was fine. I, I like this stuff. This is fun. little subplot. Um, is that how you run your uh, organization, your soccer? I've been known to, to, to yap it up a little bit, a little jaw-jacking. And you're with, an owner. Uh, listen, I also, yes. Uh, I saw Mozgov. You know, we play him in the playoffs. I saw him at the gym. And, oh, you uh, trash-talked. A little bit, a little bit. Oh, He's boy. a former NBA player, but, you know. we got. I thought LeBron handled this with class. He said, why don't you stop using that word so loosely? I'm sure that's exactly what LeBron Well, that's said. what people said. That like a school teacher. Yeah, please stop using that language. <laughs> I don't think that word should be used. Uh, You've never said that word? No, I haven't. Ever? Not at directed at somebody. I haven't said it today. So, I mean, I've said, hey, the B word. I've said, like, oh, I get tired of people being about, you know, blankety blank about life. But not, I would complain. never say it directly right, to right, a right. human. Yeah, that's... 
Yeah. Um, by the way, Lakers, huge game tomorrow against the Phoenix Suns in the in the elimination game. Uh, the tournament, you know, the in-season tournament? It's not a huge game. It's an elimination game. Lakers, it's gonna, I'll, I'll be there in the building. What, My buddy's got to disband the organization if they lose? No, no, I'm telling you, this is a massive, Lakers Suns? This is for, I mean, there's $500,000, I think, right, at stake for each of the players if you win the tournament? That's not huge. It's noteworthy, but you're, you're making it sound like the Suns have to disband the franchise <laughs> if they lose. Stop it. It's not going to change anything other than a couple of bench guys are going to go buy a nice car. You watch. This game will be super intense. Next up, oh, this stinks. Kenny Pickett. Oh, ankle injury, surgery oh. out two to four weeks. They That's... hope he's back for week 18. Colin, I, I was invested in the Steelers here. I watched this game. It's 3-3. They're on the goal line. Pickett gets hurt. Next play, they bring in Trubisky. Dumb handoff. Turnover on downs. Kyler Murray goes down the field, 99 yep. yards, touchdown. Yeah. And that felt like the ball game. And then there was like all these weather delays. Hey, the hey, Steelers. Let me, let me ask you. Do you know this was the, <laughs> the staff jokes? Is it seven out of eight weeks, the game I don't bet, my blazing six, my six pick? Because I always tell the audience what it is. One. This was my pick. I liked Arizona yeah. plus the points. Now, are you going to acknowledge now? You've been a hater on Murray. Kyler, he was good. He was good he's a very good player. You know what? Uh, I just looked at the draft order. This win oh. cost Arizona dearly. What they are mean? now down to third. So, they are third at 3-10. and ten. Washington, Chicago, the Jets, the Giants, Tennessee, all right on their heels. Go ahead, Arizona. Play your way out of Marvin Harrison Jr. Go for it. Well, they congratulations. No. Well done, guys. You also uh, played your way out of the number two pick. You could have traded it for Drake May draft capital. Well, they don't. That loss hurts Arizona big time. Well, and I know Kyler you, Murray doesn't want. He wants to win games. This you know, is a rookie coach. They want to win wants games. Marvin Harrison next year. Well, well at number three, at number Steelers? three, they will get Marvin Harrison. Now, that's not not the way they played yesterday. They don't look like the number the third worst team in the league. Well, they're not. They, I, I told you, when Kyler Murray plays, they are tough out. He is gifted. Yeah. You guys all bang on Kyler Murray. I'm, go find me seven guys in the league that are consistently better. So, and he's doing it with nobody now. They well, go, uh, Trey McBride is emerging as he a stud is, tight end. And they had that running back back. Connor healthy. looks yeah. played very right tough. Just a quick thought. So the Steelers are not making the playoffs now. We would agree. Well, timeout. Yes, they are. Their schedule is horrible. They have Mitch Trubisky. He'll be back in, uh, Pickett's back in two weeks. No, two to four ankle surgery and he's back in two weeks? I don't think so. And anyway, it's not like he's great. <laughs> I mean, come on. So, the door is ajar. I think the Indianapolis Colts oh, and could. Shane Steigen, dude, they might go to the playoffs. That's insane. It's, you know, you and I agree on this. I would have no problem giving Shane Steichen coach of the year. I think he's been Offensive great. Offensive guy emerging Oh, he's as been brilliant. Yeah. I think he's been brilliant. Plucked from the I mean, that um, game yesterday was Eagle a set. circus. <laughs> it was a mess. Multiple block punts and wacky interceptions. Overtime. Yeah, there was a uh, two-point conversion interception run back, back for, for the a score. touchdown. That's cool. Like I, You don't yeah. see that a lot. Uh, final story. Week 13 wraps up tonight. Bengals, Jags, kind of a snoozer on Monday Night Football. This could be like a night where you hang out with the wife, actually, instead of watch football, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm this gonna, is not I'm, a great game. The lines well, up to I'll 10. Well, I'll watch it because I like Trevor Lawrence. You can and have, I have it on your phone while you're at dinner. So it's not like a must this feels, see. This feels 31-20. Yeah, the Bengals are getting 32-20. How think are the Bengals getting 20 points? Mm, man, they, now, I've seen some numbers on Trevor Lawrence as a favorite in his career over six points. Not good. Well, um, not, not that many teams are good as a six-point favorite. It's hard to win in the NFL by a touchdown. So we have it on the screen as nine and a half, but if you want to go... Online, it's 10, a bunch of places as well. Bottom line is, I think it's Jags are nothing here. Now, they're your final Blazing 5 for a 4-1. and one. It's not bad if hey. they deliver. 
Well, I, I said Friday I didn't I didn't know what I was getting. I've kind of moved into, at this point in the season, defenses are beat up. I'll just take the best quarterbacks. Have you looked at the lines already this week? I ha- I've already bet several games this weekend. All right. J-Mac for the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Line News. So, uh, you know, it was something we talked about in the first hour about uh, Florida State not getting in. I can have sympathy for Florida State. But I'll go back to something I said for everybody that's worked up and thrown a tantrum in Tallahassee. Is there are four slots available in the playoff and five Power Five conferences plus Notre Dame. So there's never been a guarantee that undefeated gets you in. That's never been part of it. And I I made the joke earlier. When you go to a wedding, is it open bar or not? If it's open bar, you you, you bring your drinking shoes. If it's not, you bring your wallet. But you know going in what the wedding is. That's the first thing guys ask is open bar. When you go into a college football season, you know undefeated does not guarantee anything. It's important, but Liberty's undefeated. So when people say, well, undefeated doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't mean everything. It means some things. It gets a Florida State team that's putrid offensively in the discussion. It got you close. And people say, well, what about Ohio State years ago? They had a backup quarterback. Uh Uh-huh. And I watched the game against Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championship. And they won 59 to nothing. And had Florida State won 42 to 10, they would be in. We all know that college football style matters. The aesthetic, the optics, it's always mattered. And how do we know it matters? Because you have four slots and five conferences. So... Plus Notre Dame. So you could have all of them go undefeated. And you'd have to make a decision based on who looked better, who you think's better, who's got... So you're arguing about stuff when you knew going into a season. And it's outrageous to argue that when you go to a third-string quarterback and your offense suddenly becomes absolutely inept, you're the same team. That is intellectually dishonest. You are not the same team. Louisville's not good. They lost to Kentucky. You, you struggled against Florida and Louisville to end the season. That's not the same team you were when you beat uh, LSU. You're not the same team. Years ago, Kenyon Martin in Cincinnati, remember when they had a great program, they were number one in the country, and Kenyon Martin broke his leg before the tournament. And the tournament said, well, you're not the same team because they weren't, and they got bounced. So Florida State... Uh, now gets to play Georgia, and go ahead and complain and yell, and uh, Georgia's a two-touchdown favorite. They would not be if Jordan Travis was playing. Georgia would probably be a a five-and-a-half-point favorite. So you're touchdown less, and inches, not feet, nuance, context, it all matters. The idea, though, that aesthetics don't matter... This is not the NFL NBA. It's not the World Cup. That's That's not what it is. Four spots... Five conferences plus Notre Dame. It's always been there's optic to it. There's optics that matter. And the other thing is, what are we going to tell the kids? They're your kids. You make $9 million a year as a coach. You figure it out. I hear that all the time in life. What do we tell the kids? Well, they're yours. I don't know. That's why you get paid a lot. And have 28 people on the staff. Tell them that effort doesn't always translate to results. That's a very good message. You can work very, very hard. I compare the college playoff a little bit to college admissions. You can have a 4.3 GPA. You took AP courses. You have perfect attendance. You have great references. And you apply to UCLA. And they're like, you don't get in. But, but I was perfect. 
Yeah, so were 27,000 other kids. Tough choices, many options. Not everybody gets what they want. That's a wonderful message to your kid, that if you work hard, you usually get what you want. But not always. Not always. UCLA gets 100,000 people trying to get into their school annually. It's a global university. About 15 get in. No C students apply. You don't get everything you want. But what you, what you don't want to tell your kids is don't throw a tantrum. Realize that life's full of these dark, difficult moments. So when administrators for Florida State and coaches, and it's outrageous, and what do we do with the kids? I don't know. What do you do with your kids? My messaging to kids is always the same. Life's not fair. Do not use the word deserve in the house. Work your butt off, and you'll usually work your way into success. But not always. And when you don't, be grateful for the opportunity. We'll see you tomorrow. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts a rested child is a happy child Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories.